Welcome to Catch Up in Mustard, where we torture ourselves with ridiculous books, movies, and more! I'm Zoe, and this is Alexia. As William Shakespeare once said, hello. And appropriately, today Alexia is catching me up on a movie called Romeo and Juliet, Sealed with a Kiss, which I think is a very cute name, and I need to call bluff on any lies she tries to sneak into that plot. Okay. So, if you couldn't tell, Romeo and Juliet Sealed with the Kiss is basically a Romeo and Juliet story. But the key wow. difference here is that they're sea lions. Wait, it's not seals? It's sea lions, it's not seals. Wait, I'm calling a bluff. Why would they not put seals? <laughs> it's not seals, it's sea lions. How do you know? Do they say They seals? say sea lions. Like You're lying. I'm not lying. <laughs> you look like you're lying, though. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not lying. They're literally sea lions. Well, I guess I have to believe you because you can't say that. Yeah, I can't. You can't. That's not how this works, Zoe. I can't lie twice. I how can't. How many layers does this go down? <laughs> it's lieception. No, I'm not kidding. They're actually sea lions. And it's still the Capulets and the Montagues. But the way we can tell the difference between them is that one of them, one, the Montagues are one color and the Capulets are another color. Like, what do you mean? Like, neon green and like pink? No. The Capulets are white, and the Montagues are brown. Oh. <laughs> which makes it a little awkward, because there could be some race relations things subtext underneath it all, but we don't know, because this is a G-rated film. So we don't know. There's sea lions, though? There's sea lions. <laughs> there's one seal. No, there's Wait, two seals. What? They're not seal. They're not seals, but there's two seals. In the movie. Why would they make the title a pun and then not make it a pun? I don't know. Like, if you're... Sea lions are cuter than seals. I told you this. I don't... No, you... When? Like, when I told you what movie I wanted to watch. You told me that sea lions... You told me I'm going to watch Romeo and Juliet sealed with a kiss. Also, sea lions are cuter than seals. Well, not like that, but I told I you. I have no recollection of this. This is lies. I said those exact words. I'm not saying you didn't. I'm just saying I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Either way, it's a 71-minute film, and it took four and a half years to make with a $2 million budget. Okay. I mean, after, after Food Fight, like, nothing can surprise me. <laughs> it didn't really take that long. Um, we'll tell you know audio medium, Alexia just nodded. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, true, I nodded, I nodded. Sorry. Oh, it's gonna take forever to get used to. Okay, so the reason why it took so long is because only one animator worked on it. Aww. He was the director and the writer, and it shows that only one person wrote this movie. Is it like... Is it like some of the... There's some really bad movies that are because there was just one guy who like had a vision and he did it. But it's bad because it was this one guy and he wrote himself as, like, the main character. Like, Neil Breen movies, for example. He didn't write himself as the main character. But he did ask his friends and his family to voice act for him. Yes! But he wasn't voice acting Romeo. He voice acted the villain, actually. Oh, that's great. He did a pretty decent job as being an annoying villain, but... So what do you mean that it yeah. shows? It shows because... Any joke he puts in there, it looks like somebody looked it up, like, it looks like you looked it up online and you're like, okay, this isn't excessive. Like, it's just anything he wanted to put in there, like, anything you'd want to put in a Romeo and Juliet film for children, he put in there. You know what? I can respect that. Sometimes jokes are very hard to come up with. Yeah. But these were all just, like, I'd heard every single- Oh, no, there was one joke that I hadn't heard before, and I was very- I was very happy with it. And I'll tell it to you guys, but not now. Not the time. Ooh. It's so funny to me! 
I'm an asshole. Okay, this is a question. Was it animated in Flash 3, Flash 4, oh, okay. or Flash 5? Oh, uh, uh, 3? No. Okay, 4? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It was all animated in Flash 4. Oh, I mean, at that point, like, what's the difference? <laughs> I don't know the different program. I don't know it either. He wanted to switch to Flash 5 halfway through production, but then there was, like, troubles copying and pasting, so he didn't. So, this dude, Phil Niblink, I think his name is pronounced. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for laughing at your name, Phil Niblink. Your name is great, but, like, your name is Phil Niblink. So he was an ex-Disney animator, Aww. and he made another movie before Romeo and Juliet sealed with a kiss, okay. and it was about the discoverer of America. What was that movie called? You can't just ask me what the- Who's the discoverer of America, Zoe? The phone's ringing. Give me a second. Oops. <laughs> Saved oh. by the bell, you guys. Ugh. Can I go look it up on Google? <laughs> no! It was like a random number. Thanks. Oh, that was awkward. Thanks. Okay. Uh, so who discovered America, Zoe? I mean, are we going, like, how far back? Leif Erikson or Columbus? Who discovered America, Col Zoe? I almost called you Chloe. <laughs> uh, George Washington. No. Are you, uh... It's Leif Erikson. He made a movie about Leif Erikson. So, I mean, I... <laughs> he discovered America, Zoe! <laughs> I wasn't wrong. I, I mentioned that. Yeah, say it. It's not a maybe he discovered. No, he did. Leif Erikson awareness, you guys. I mean, does anyone really know what happened in history? We know it's Leif Erikson. Gahinga, hinga, herg. Okay, so yeah, he made another movie called I think it was Puss in Boots and Leif Erikson, the boy who discovered America. Wait, Puss in Boots. I, Puss in I was at a rest stop recently on the way to like uh, Kennedy Space Center or something. At a rest stop. There was this Puss in Boots movie that we saw, and it was so good of a knockoff that we legitimately thought it was Puss in Boots until we read it, and maybe that was Puss in Boots and Leif Erikson, because closer, it wasn't Puss in Boots. I don't know what it was. I don't know. I don't know why Puss in Boots is in that. I didn't, it didn't, I don't know if he made a Puss in Boots movie, or he made a Puss in Boots and Leif Erikson movie. I don't know. Maybe he made I a mean, Puss in Boots I mean, the dynamics one. between those two. I don't see why not. <laughs> So you made three movies. Maybe I read that wrong. I don't know. It was a wiki page. I was tired. Uh, <laughs> so that's the background to it. Now, is this movie a musical? Do you think it is? Or do you think it's not? No, I don't think it is because this guy, he did it all himself. I don't know if he has the talent to go animator, writer, director, voice actor. I don't know if he has the musical talent. Well, Phil Niblink is a quadruple threat, everyone, because this movie is a musical. I'm so proud of you, <laughs> Everyone, good on Phil. Good on Phil. So... Did he win, like, a... He, he won... Tony? Maybe two no, awards? Grammy. No. I don't know awards. But either way. So, it's Romeo and Juliet's story, and we begin. The movie starts with a narrator that's saying, like, a really dumbed-down version of the beginning sonnet of Romeo and Juliet, because it's, like, it's for kids, he's got to introduce everything. But he doesn't mention the tragedy, because kids don't know the spoilers of it all. Okay. Was it- where was the setting? Do you remember? Was it set in Fair Verona? He didn't say Fair Verona, he just said a beach. Oh. Okay. Maybe he said a fair beach, I don't remember. <laughs> the movie pans in on, like, this weird, like, valley-type beach thing, mm -hmm. and it's, like, sand, but there's, like, a little hill in the middle of it, like, a little- mm blip or something and there's a tree on it a blip. <laughs> i don't know Bill and nip 
What's his name? Phil Nibblink. I want to say Nibbler. Nibbler. I wanted Phil to say Nibblink, but Nibble it wasn't. Link. It's Phil Nibblink. Nibblink and his blip. And his That's blip. his next film. <laughs> so the little hi the hill thing separates the white sea lions and the brown sea lions, mm -hmm. and they're all like sleeping. Okay. And so it starts with like the a chubby brown sea lion who we later find out is Benvolio. Okay. And he bumps into a Montague, and then there's like a whole. No, he doesn't bump into a Montague. He is a Montague. He's like Romeo's cousin, but that's not mentioned. Okay. How do they move? They just like bounce, like like sea lions move. So they can't be like. This is gonna be interesting when they get into the fight scene. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! It's hilarious. <laughs> There's so many fight scenes though. I don't even. Okay, so I mean, but... once you perfect that craft once, why not use it? Yeah, that's true. They, he uses a lot of repeated animation in the fight scenes. Oh. There's just like, but every once in a while he'll like move one off by like two seconds, and so it won't look a, like an exactly choreographed one. But they're all doing the same movements. Oh, okay, Phil. Yeah. See what you're doing. Yeah. So Benvolio bumps into a Capulet, and then the Capulet starts chasing him down, and then Benvolio. Um, gets help from Mercutio, who's, like, on a rock saying shitty Shakespeare puns. And then Mercutio says a, says a pun, but that's a question for later of what pun he said. Oh. So he, like, jumps up and they start chasing the Capulet, and the Capulet comes back with three more Capulets, and they start chasing Mercutio and Benvolio, and then the Mercutio... chasing lightly. <laughs> it's like bouncing. Yes. But they are, like, running across the beach a bunch of times until, like, everyone's there. And Juliet... Like, this tiny little baby-ass seal. Uh. Lion. Sea lion. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's sitting on the hill thing, and she's just like, oh, no, no, don't fight. Oh, my God. And then they're fighting Okay. on the thing, and, like, they're, like, biting each other's necks and, Ew. like, bumping each other on their chests and stuff like that. Ew. And Mercutio's the only one, like, doing slapstick humor. Like, he grabs a lobster and, like, punctures someone's butt with it. Wow. He grabs a swordfish and tries to cut someone open with it. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so he's like, he's got the prop comedy down. Okay. And then, oh, and then the prince shows up. Okay. What's his name? The prince. Oh, they don't give him, isn't his name like Paris? Paris? It's, oh, he's not Paris. Paris. It's not Paris this time, the you guys. Prince. The prince. And okay. You don't want to confuse kids with names of cities. Yeah. Maybe. Well, Phil Nibblink voices the prince. Oh. Yeah. He's not, he is evil. Like, he doesn't try to make him likable. At all. Like, okay. fails horribly at making this villain likable. Okay. Does he give him some sort of accent or something? It's a very, very deep voice. <laughs> okay. Which makes me think he, like, auto-tuned it lower, because I don't think anyone has the possibility for that register unless you're wildly talented. So Phil Nibblink, if you did it by I yourself... I mean, he is a quadruple threat. True! Quadruple threat, Phil Nibblink, but, I mean, I'm I don't know. I'm very interested in hearing these songs after this. I'm gonna listen to these. Tell them to my phone. Mm-hmm. So, the, he's an elephant seal. So he's I... one of the only so seals. He... Okay. But he's like, he's like the one, it's the seal that has like that really big nose. I don't know my seals. You don't know, have you ever seen that seal? That's the one. Well, that type of seal. No, probably, maybe. I don't know. Okay, well he's got a big nose, and I like to call him the wall seal because the alley croc has warmed its place into my ridiculous loving heart. So it's the wall seal. The wall seal. And they only refer to him as the prince. They don't give him a name. Like not is the alley croc in this one? No. Oh. It'd be funny. <laughs> but now, so like, the prince is the villain of Romeo and Juliet now. Which mm -hmm. isn't true in the plagues. I mean, that's Tybalt. That's Juliet's cousin. But. I mean, 
there's not one villain in Romeo and Juliet. The prince isn't like a good guy in Romeo and Juliet. He's he's just kind of there to marry Juliet. He's a good guy. He just he just wants to marry Juliet. Yeah, I guess. I like the prince. Pri- Paris was so sweet. <laughs> I don't. And Romeo and Juliet. Paris is like the nicest person ever. I didn't watch that either. I watched too many Romeo and Juliet knockoffs. It's okay. There's one that's called Pizza My Heart. What? <laughs> it's about pizza. That, no, but no, it doesn't have any pizza in it. It stars sea lions. <laughs> Oh, that'd be funny. I'm just gonna watch all the Romeo and Juliet knockoffs, you guys. What if you could, like, master edit them into, like, one movie using, like... I would. Because they all have the same plot. If I could, I would. <laughs> <laughs> That's your quest, though. It's my quest. It's my only goal in life. Okay, yeah, so Tybalt's not in this. And the prince shows up and he's like, okay, enough of this shit. Y'all are too loud. And if you keep fighting, I'll banish you to Shark Island. And then the shot zooms in to, like, this, like, shark fin island. Okay. And, like, blood water... Blood water. <laughs> it's red water. Bloodfoot's cousin. <laughs> Sorry, Bloodfoot's cousin. Bloodfoot's cousin. <laughs> oh god, R.I.P. Bloodfist. So <laughs> he doesn't die, but like the name. Yeah. So like the blood water jumps in, and that one kind of looks three D ish. I don't know how he animated. I don't know how animation works, you guys. But like it's the... a series of still images. Yes. They put together. I. Thank wish... you, Zoe. You're you're welcome. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> So yeah, the water crashes into the main rock and it's all spoopy, and then, okay, so the fight's over, they all leave because they're freaked out, and the prince leaves, and he's got, like, this weird, like, whenever the prince shows up, all the, like, all the scenario goes red and black, and it's like the bubble, the water (laughs) in the ocean starts bubbling up like it's boiling, and it's just like, Like, like as if Phil was just yelling, he's evil! (laughs) Yes! Exactly! So then Mercutio and Benvolio go back to their side of the beach, and then they see... Mr. Angsty has Romeo sitting on a little rock, and he's just like, woe is me. And then Romeo's dad, who has, like, four lines in the entire movie, shows up, and he's like, why is my son all messed up? And Mercutio keeps making wherefore out thou jokes, even though that's not a wherefore out thou means. It does not mean where. It means why are you. So it's, like, part of the thing. I'm too passionate. Okay. Uh, What do you mean by jokes? Like, how do you... Like, he's just like, oh, wherefore art thou, Romeo, and it's funny because, oh, it's part of the real play, and now it's in Is he just saying it, like, silly? He's just saying it sillily. Ooh. And he has... Okay, what's this accent? I don't know if it's, like, a Greek or New Jersey accent. (laughs) There's a big difference there. (laughs) No, but, like... Oh, I think it's a New Jersey accent. He sounds like he's from the shore. But he's the only one who sounds like that, and it's just so funny to me. (laughs) I guess, like... Maybe he asked all of the voice actors to do that, but only one was capable because they're all his friends and family. Or maybe just his friends and family, like one of them has a New Jersey accent. Maybe. But yeah, so Romeo's on his little rock. And to make his depression depression just a little bit funnier, Mercutio jumps on Benvolio's back and like swims all over over his rock and then crashes into the rock and goes like, Hey, what's up? Why are you sad? Okay, (laughs) that sounds like a fun little animation. Benvolio is very chubby. Oh. Yeah, and he has a really stuffy voice, and I don't know how to feel about it. Don't fat shame Benvolio. I will fat shame Benvolio. <laughs> He's the only fat one. Except for the elephant seal prince. Oh. The wall seal. Yeah, so then Romeo is still sighing, all sad-like, and there's, like, music, like, dun-dun-dun, and it's like, I can't with the soundtrack. Oh, okay. So then, for some reason, like, a shoe-op song starts playing. A shoe like, you know, a like... A doo-wop? A doo-wop! That's what it was. <laughs> See, I kept thinking, what is this type of song called? Like, you know, like, swing music-y, 50s shit. 
don't know if that's swing, but I know what you mean. Yeah, you know. And so then Romeo starts like talk singing, like not rapping, but like talk singing, where he's just like saying like, oh, I'm so lonely. I want a girl. No one loves me and shit. And then like, he's a baby. He's a little baby seal. I mean, I guess that's kind of accurate if both Romeo and Juliet are like very baby seals. Cause, I mean, Why are they the young. only babies? I don't know. I mean, like, it's, I don't agree with it, but in the original play, they were like young. I know, but I don't like that they're babies. It's weird. I don't like it either, but I don't know how old seals get. The <laughs> ratio, like, that's We have ratios. Age. We have, like, the bushy eyebrow daddies, and then... <laughs> Dads, I'm sorry. <laughs> I almost just spit out the water I just drank. I like, stop. <laughs> okay. There is, like, a definition of age in the sea lions, but it's just, they look like babies, and I don't know how to feel about it. Okay, so then Romeo actually starts singing by the end of the song. Okay. And it's been, like, pretty simple songs, but still, like, you have to, you had to write the, he didn't write the lyrics. He said he got public domain songs. I mean, he did write the lyrics, but he didn't write the music. Oh. Well, I don't think that's a quadruple threat. I think that's a triple and a half threat. Triple and a half? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Phil, gotta take half. So, basically, Romeo gets the I want more for my life Disney princess song in this movie. Okay. Then Mercutio's like, okay, let's go to this party, and then maybe you'll meet somebody there. And he's like, okay, let's do it. But Mercutio fails to say that it's a Capulet party they're going to, and then Romeo's like, bro, we're not white. We can't go there. And so it's just like... <laughs> They're really pushing it, okay. but they're not, so I just don't know. Phil, and so then, was that a good idea, Phil? I don't know. Apparently, there's these are like types of sea lions, but I don't remember the names. I can't help you there. Yeah. <laughs> so then Mercutio makes another shitty pun. He jumps into the sand and he rolls up, and it's like oh. snow or sand or something, and he turns white. He's like, boom, I'm a Capulet. And then Benvolio's freaking out in the back. He's like, oh, it's a bad idea. It's a bad, it's a bad idea. Is that what his voice sounds <laughs> like? Legit. It's like. Neville from Potter, Potter Puppet Pals. Yes. Uh, yes. It sounds like that. Okay. <laughs> but then the prince shows up to the Capulet's party boat because their boat, their party's on a boat. Okay. That was like shipwrecked, I guess. I don't know. It's on the, it's on a boat. So they're all dancing and all the girl ones have blue eyeshadow, but they don't have eyelashes. Oh, I mean, I guess breaking stereotypes but not without eyelashes, but then. But oh no, then... Juliet has eyelashes, but no eyeshadow. Uh which is where I'm just confused. Okay. So, like, Interesting. they're all dancing, and then the prince shows up, and he sees Juliet, and she's like, oh, she's cute, and I'm a predator because she looks like a baby, and I'm gigantic, but okay, let's let's just go, because I'm the prince. I can do whatever the hell I want. So he, like, walks up to her, and he has, like, bad breath, and there's, like, this weird green vapor I... that's, oh. like, covering Juliet's face every time he opens oh. his mouth, and it's so gross. And so then he asks the band to start playing a tango, and the seagull band is just, like, pretentious and, like, we don't want to play a tango, but fine. And he, like, moves his papers, like, psh, like, he, like, you know how, like, when conductors, like, look at their sheet music and then they have to, like, flip it a little bit? Have you seen that? And, like, yeah, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. So, I like, don't think that happens in real life, though. Yeah, so then he, like, taps his little bow thing, and then they start dancing a tango, and the subtitle literally says Latin music starts playing, which I was a little offended by, but okay. Yeah. All right, it's fine. It's a little accurate. It sounded like Latin music. Okay, I, I guess that's okay. Yeah, so then Romeo sees Juliet dancing with the prince, and he's like, oh shit, I want her. And so he oh. jumps into the snow, and he goes like, okay, Benvolio, get your fat ass over here. And so they go into the party, and Benvolio falls down. And then Benvolio becomes me at any party I've ever been to. Like, I don't want to be here. I want to be here. And then he sees the food, and it's like, I do want to be here. I do want to be here. <laughs> 
Then is honestly the most relatable character. Legit. So then Romeo's just like creepily staring at Juliet and he's like, get your flippers off of her because the prince is still dancing with her. Oh, okay. And Mercutio starts hitting up all the freaking females in the place. How do they dance? They have like their flip, they hold their flippers together and they're like dancing. I'm having a real hard time visualizing this, but I'm gonna have to try. I'll show you a video later. Okay. But like, oh, the prince with the tango, he basically just, he literally picks up Juliet and he's dancing like a tango, like you would think a tango looks. It just looks so awkward. And my messed up mind just had one thought and I was just like, no, no. How do they mate? This big and well, just they like don't. that's the answer. They don't. But that's the whole the reason they get. Piece. Okay, fine. I'm sorry. It just bothered me with the entire scene. Okay, so Romeo's watching, and then the prince is like, "Okay, I want her. I'm gonna go ask your dad if you can marry me, and he's gonna say yes because I'm the prince." And then she's like, "Oh, okay, that sucks." And then Romeo like cuts in. With it, like, the prince is left, and he jumps up, and he's like, hi, and then the girl's like, hi, and then the guy's like, hi, and it's just like, they're just staring into their eyes, and Mercutio notices this, and he's like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get to work, so he goes over to the little band, and he's like, seagulls, let's, let's lighten the mood a bit, so there's, like, mood music going on, he starts talking, like, talk scatting a bit, and it's, like, really weird, okay. and, like, fog machines happen for some reason and they're like dancing and it, they're just little and their pupils like are gigantic oh my gosh, never mind i was going to say it sounds beautiful but that's a that's scary <laughs> they're the only ones with pupils this big they look like babies i'm going to show you the picture now okay cuz you don't believe me i don't i you mean just... it's not that i don't believe you i don't think my brain has the same artistic like abilities as phil these are the babies oh Okay, yeah, they do look a little bit like babies, but it's not really what I expected. They look kind of pretty. I mean, I think just after food fight, whenever I, even though I know this How is big, TV, their friggin' pupils are. They're kind of cute though. They're adorable, but they're babies. They need to be good and careful. And this is Benvolio. This is a chubster. Oh, he's cute. Don't fat shame him. He's really cute. He is fat. <laughs> okay. Uh. The animation actually that I mean I haven't seen the animation. It's pretty but it decent. Better than I thought it would look. I actually rented the movie on YouTube because all the Putlocker ones that I found, the voices were just off by two seconds, and I was like, I can't appreciate this if it's off. I need yeah, to watch it. Why not it. give some money to Phil to make some more artistic? Yeah, movies. apparently it bombed. <laughs> Oops. Kind of. Was sad. it released in theaters? Yeah, I don't think it was released in theaters. Not at least a lot. It was. It was kind of like a made for. I don't know. It was released in some theaters. Okay. And it was released at, like, film festivals. It didn't make much money, though. So, they're dancing, and the mood music is on, and then the prince finally freaking realizes what's going on. He's like, oh, he's cutting in on my lady. Even though, no. No. But then Mercutio and Benvolio realize that the prince is mad that they're dancing. He's like, Romeo, we might want to get the fuck out of here. And Romeo's just so in love. And so he's just staring into Juliet's eyes. And then the prince, like, jumps up next to them. And he's like, what are you doing? What are the... No. And then, uh, another chase scene. That's not a reference that even needs to be happening. <laughs> then another chase scene ensues. But, like, Romeo's just kind of playing Olay with the... What? Cause he's just like jumping around, like you know, like in a bullfight. He's just like yeah. he's basically the red okay. flag in a bullfight. He is the red flag. He is the red flag. <laughs> no, 
I guess he'd be the matador. But he's, like, he's just, like, hiding behind stuff, and he's, like, like, he, they'll jump, like, the oh, seal okay. will corner him, and then he'll just, like, slip out, and he keeps, like, jumping next to Juliet, like, there's playful banter. Okay. And Juliet's voice is really annoying. But it's okay. I have accepted it by now. Okay. But yeah, so then the prince finally catches Romeo and then, like, literally swallows him and starts chewing. What? No, that's not true. It happens. And then... Well, like, why do they have to put Vor in this cute, like, animated film? Right? Right? I was so concerned when that happened. And then Mercutio and Benvolio, like, give the dude the Heimlich and then he, like, jumps out of his mouth completely unharmed. He wasn't choking on... Wait, who was Eat and who was the Edie? I'm very confused. <laughs> the prince ate was Romeo? Eat ate Romeo. Why though? Because he didn't like him. You don't and just... then and then Mercutio and Benvolio like jumped on his back and then he spit him out <sighs> into the water and then the snow sand you fell. Know, animation takes a long time. Frame by frame, Phil he, had to he animate. Made this. Phil had to animate the prince eating Romeo. Twice. What? No. You can't just nod! <laughs> he does! I'm sorry, I'm nodding. <laughs> no one knows if you're nodding! <laughs> I'm sorry. I was nodding. He eats him twice. Not in the same scene, oh. but twice in the movie. Okay. That's, that's too too many. It's too too many. It's probably three too many somehow. <laughs> so, he falls into the water, his snow falls off. And then everyone sees that he's brown, and the white face is over. Okay. And then they're like, oh my god, it's the Montague. And then Juliet's, oh my god, I just dance with the Montague. And then she's like, Jesus Christ, I'm having a moment. And then Marquisha and Benvolio jump into the water, and then they're gone. Then they leave. And then we cut to Juliet's balcony scene, where she's on the friggin' little hill with the tree. Okay. And she's going, Romeo, Romeo. Whatever shit. But the thing is, okay, she doesn't say name. She says color. What? Like, why do you have to be that color? A fish of any other color would smell as sweet or whatever. What? Like, she doesn't use a name. fish? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't even think sea lions think fish smell great. I don't know. It's not like they say, because don't sea lions eat fish? It's not like they say, like... Oh, like, I don't know, a cheeseburger by any other name would smell as sweet. Like, it's not like they're talking about food in the original. If he... They're talking about a rose. Yeah, in case you weren't aware. Yeah. But I don't know. She doesn't say name, though. She says color, That's which is what's really awkward. weird. It's just, yeah, I was so uncomfortable throughout the entire scene. I was like, are you making a commentary or are you not? Can you yeah, assess I'm, like, this? I'm, tired of commentaries in these movies. Like, if you're gonna make a bad movie, just make it bad and don't try to put anything in it. Like, Food Fight and that whole Nazi thing, like, please, you're not gonna do it right. Your <laughs> animation this is horrible. It te- looks, like, like, terrible. Like, Nibbling, you did good, but, like, it's just, was this intentional? Or did you just, I don't know. It's just a little awkward. So then, Romeo shows up and he's like, yes, I'll be any color you want. What? Because he was listening the whole time like a creep. And then they have this whole little thing where they sing a little song. And it's called Lovely Star. It's really repetitive and weird. But the harmonies are chill as hell. And I give him props because you don't get harmonies from public domain songs. So he arranged that. So you earned your triple and a half threat. Yeah, let's give you triple and three quarters. Triple and three quarters threat. 
Actually, no, triple and a half. We gotta take one away for that weird color thing. That's true. Triple and a half. Still triple and a half. So yeah. So that was pretty chill. Little harmonies. I was I was digging them. And then her dad calls her out, calls her back because it's her bedtime. Okay. So really playing on this, Romeo and Juliet are baby seals. They're babies. It's her bedtime. And so then Romeo asks Juliet to marry him, and she says yes. Of course. I mean, why not? He I falls mean, off the cliff into a psychedelic happy dream into what? the water. Because he just goes like, ah, and he like oh, falls okay. into the water. And it's just like, okay, that doesn't seem like it's your O-face, but okay. Alright. Huh? I'm so confused right now. <laughs> it's just so awkward, that scene. Oh, okay. So then she goes back, and then the dad's like, you gotta have good sleep for the big wedding tomorrow. And she's like, oh shit, I still have to marry the prince. Right. Yeah. I don't really understand why, like, marriage is a thing in this situation. Same. They are But apparently there's still a Friar Lawrence. Okay, cool. He's a sea otter. Oh. The first time I saw him, I thought he was a weasel, so... Oh, I didn't know how to feel about that. Cheezle the weasel. Cheezle the weasel, you guys. Back again. Cheezle the weasel, ex Friar Lawrence. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. That's not a crack ship. I've never seen one. Oh. Okay, so then Mercutio starts a really shitty joke montage, and it's just like all the jokes, like the puns that you would think of when you're thinking of water and ocean jokes. Was he just doing like a stand-up routine? Why are you just kind of jokes right? Out? He was telling them to Benvolio and he was dying. And it's just like, what is the point of this? I don't understand. Like, it goes on for like five jokes. He goes like, why didn't the lobster share something? Because he was shellfish. Uh, It's like those types of puns. Okay. We go to Friar Lawrence and Romeo. And Romeo's like, I want to marry a Capulet. And then Friar Lawrence is like, but like, that'd be bad. You guys are all fighting. And he'd be like, come on, but I love her. Then Fire Lawrence is somehow a witch voodoo person and he can predict the future by throwing a seashell into his magic cauldron. Can't all sea otters do that? (laughs) I don't know. And he like sees that their union will make everyone else come together too. Okay. So he's like, okay, I'll do it. It's not like I have ulterior motives. And then Juliet shows up and they make out for like, what? Ten seconds? No, they don't. I'm gonna call that they don't because it's a kids movie for kids and they can't have kissing. They are kissing. But like even like it's logistically, like, how does that happen? It's just like a bunch of pop kisses over and over and over again. But like logistically, how does like, that happen? Like the phrase showering someone with kisses is that. I don't know. I don't know what you mean. Like it's just like like they just kiss like a bunch of times. Like it's like these are their faces. Sealed with a kiss. Sealed with a kiss, you guys. But there should only be one kiss in the whole movie, because it's nope. a kiss. Nope, there's a shit ton. There's that scene, and then the Fire Lawrence makes, like, an are you done comment, and then they kiss again. Okay. <laughs> and so then they get married, and they're all happy, and then Mercutio's back at it again, but this time he's making jokes about Capulets, and this is my favorite joke of the entire world, and it's the first one he says, and I had to rewatch that scene like 12 times because I couldn't stop laughing after it. I was like, what do you call a Capulet with one brain cell? What? Gifted. What? (laughs) I just love that joke so much. I told it to my brother. I told it to my dad because they would appreciate it. My mom, she's just like, why the fuck are you laughing? (laughs) She didn't say that. I love you, mom. Okay. (laughs) Don't listen to this. This is going to be on the internet forever. <laughs> Everyone knows I love my mom now. Oh my goodness. How could they have known beforehand? 
I shouldn't say that. There are people with bad relationships. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna stop talking now. I might cut a lot of this out. You should. I don't know how. How I'm gonna transition this, but I'll find a way. There's always a segue. Okay, so he's making the Capulet jokes, and then a bunch of them are showing up on the beach, and he's they're listening to the jokes that Mercutio is making about them, and mm-hmm. Vivaldi's like, bro, bro, like, shut up. Shh, 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 <laughs> And then Mercutio's still making jokes, and then it cuts to Romeo and Juliet having a Titanic moment on the Titanic. What? Like, the Titanic, the shipwrecked Titanic, they're on the front of the boat. Romeo's grabs Juliet by the waist, and she's just flying. I bluff on that. Why would- where was the Titanic? In the water? They're underwater? The shipwrecked. The shipwrecked Titanic. I don't believe you. It's true. Okay, when are the lies coming? Huh? That's the thing, I couldn't- oh, I had a- you missed a lie. What? (laughs) Oh, great. It's okay, it comes back up soon, but, like, okay. this is the scene. Oh, that's really cute, but how is that- I still don't understand. It's like, a Titanic. I... It's, like, ripped in the no, same but, like, exact she, place. He's just holding her by, like, the tail. Yeah. <laughs> There's not an- Like, really I don't think awkward. Phil realized before he started this project that, like, seal- sea lion anatomy is not made for, like, human <laughs> things. Yeah. Oh, my phone died. Oh, good. We gotta pause this, because- Every summer is on here. <laughs> well, you should ask me for a charger. Huh? Yeah. I mean, it had a hundred percent when I got here. My phone just sucks. How does that even work? Because it just decides to like, oh, you're doing something. I'm gonna turn off. But <laughs> that's not good. It's not good. I need a new phone. Ugh, a lot of interruptions this episode to really help with the comedic flow. <laughs> Hold on, it's gonna take two seconds for it to wake up again. So my phone's back on, and we are on the Titanic. Okay. So it's their honeymoon, and there's like a bunch of swing music going on. What do you mean it's their honeymoon? And they just got married. Oh, right. <laughs> so there's a bunch of swing music going on, and it's the same seagull band from the... So they know. Huh? Well, isn't the point of Romeo and Juliet that, like, no one really knows they got married? No, everyone knows. Well, no, not everyone knows, but, like... It's not that no one knows. It's, okay. Okay. We're getting there. We're getting there. So they, so the same band, they don't like show recognizing. So then there's like a cute little dance scene. Okay. Where they're in the water and they're like swimming around each other. And then the music stops completely and everyone tries to murder them because what? they realize it's like, oh, it's a Capulet and a Montague together. It's disgusting. It's atrocious. How dare they? It's bad. Is this a lie? It's not a lie. Well, you just stopped and paused like Because you were waiting. Because I was waiting for you to call it. <laughs> Okay, I need to stop saying, is this a lie? This is, I'm doing this all wrong, and I apologize. <laughs> I can't say that's a lie now, because uh, you already... Okay, sorry. I'm doing this badly, and I'm very sorry. Yeah, I was confused, because how the hell are sea animals that aren't sea lions part of the feud at all? Why are there seagulls underwater? They're not supposed to be there. They're there. They're not supposed to be there. They're not supposed to <laughs> oh, be there. Oops. That was a charger. But yeah, so they fight, and then they escape... And they go to this little grove, and then another seagull shows up, and he's, like, just as mean to them, and then he leaves, and so they're, like, all sad. Okay. Underwater still? No. Then they come out. Okay. (laughs) I'm not calling both on that. (laughs) Okay, so they go, and they're on this little rock, and they're like, okay, now that we're alone, we'll make out. So then they, like, cover themselves, like, Romeo uses physics and grabs the waterfall (laughs) and covers himself. (laughs) Yes, he's Katara. 
he grabs the waterfall and basically covers them. And then they're kissing behind it. And then this little fish comes out. And this fish is the most annoying character I've ever come across. And it's just like, okay. This fish, this is the this is a question. Who was this fish voiced by? Yeah. Phil Nibbling's five-year-old daughter, okay. Phil Nibbling's ten-year-old daughter, or Phil Nibbling's wife? Wife. No. Really? No. Five-year-old daughter. Yeah. Okay. And apparently she ad-libbed a lot of her scenes. How does a five-year-old have enough, like, in her brain? I don't know. They're like, she's like, it's, the, the fish is called Smoochie the Smoochie Fish. Smoochie the Smoochie Fish. Like it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's somehow, she like, is very attracted to Romeo for some unknown reason. She's a five- Right? Why would you write that there? I don't know. And she thinks, but she thinks they're a cute couple anyways, and she, but then she's like a complete 180, and then the music goes dark again, and everything's like, she's, wait just a minute, you're a Capulet, and you're, you're a Montague, you oh can't my gosh. get married. It's the phone. The phone's ringing The again. phone is ringing. I'm so sorry, this is literally the worst episode of podcasting ever. I'll do it again. <laughs> what time is it? It's four o'clock, you guys. In this room, huh? It's AP Latin, to do list, trim, think central, featuring explore and focus. Stop reading the <laughs> titles of things in this room. It was no one again. It was just a number. Oh my gosh. We're all gonna die, aren't we? What do you mean? If people keep calling, the phone will ring and no one is there. Well, it's not like there was no one there. I don't answer the phone if it's like a random number. Mm. I'm socially bad at talking to people I don't know. I put on funny accents. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's continue this. So yeah. So the little fishy, little smoochy smoochy fish. Smoochy smoochy fish. She like goes all evil on them and she starts being mean to them too. She's like, you're a Montague and you're a Capulet. You guys can't get married. If the prince finds out, he's gonna kill you. And then she's like, okay, bye. And then she leaves. And then the prince, lo and behold, he's right there. Huh? I'm gonna say that she does do the, but she doesn't just say, okay, bye. Well, she does. I mean, I know you're ad-libbing, but like, she is just like, gotta go. She just says, okay, see you later. And she leaves. <laughs> and then, um, then the prince is, like, on a hill watching Romeo and Juliet the entire time. And he gets, Ew. like, he's, like, getting super, super mad. And then he, like, jumps into the water after they jump into the water because they're, like, worried that someone's gonna see them and someone saw them. Well, and then there's another chase scene, but they escape. And then the fish comes back. Smoochie, smoochie. Smoochie, smoochie. Smoochie, smoochie comes back. And she's like, oh, but if he didn't find you... Who's he gonna go after next? And it's just like, well, what? look at you furthering the plot, Smoochie Smoochie Fish. And so then Romeo's like, wait, he's gonna go after my friends. And he's like, Mercutio, Benvolio, let's go. I swear if Benvolio dies, I'm gonna be really, really sad. Do you not know what happens in Romeo and Juliet? Okay, but this Benvolio is like adorable. Do you not know what happens in Do Romeo and Juliet? Sea lions? Hold up. No, 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 no. Zoe, Zoe, Zoe. Do you not know what happens Listen, I in Romeo read it and Juliet? Since, like, seventh grade. Leave me alone. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> they don't kill Benvolio in any version of this type of movie. They never kill Benvolio. <laughs> okay, but you don't know where these things go. <laughs> okay, so they're 
swimming off to go get murky shrimp and volio and this time the fish actually tries to follow them and for some reason she has like a race car sound effect whenever she moves like it's like a <laughs> why i don't know maybe it's because it's funny it is kind of funny so that's probably why i don't think it's true it is true really there's not enough there's too many i can't lie it's just there's i can't make this up okay i do have one lie coming up okay it's somewhere in there Okay. Oh, I did lie again, though. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll reveal everything. <laughs> oh, man. So then they make it to Mercutio and Romeo. I mean, and Mercutio and Benvolio. Mercutio's still making jokes. Then the prince shows up and he's like, where's Romeo? And Mercutio starts making jokes about the prince being fat. Because that's a smart thing to do in the presence of the prince. That's really mean. It's like, okay. Do you have a death wish to you, sir? And then Romeo shows up and he like steps between them. And then the prince is like, stay away from Juliet. And then he says, no, she loves me. Because that was a smart thing to say to the prince. Yeah. Who can kill you. With his like stinky breath. Yeah. Juliet literally tears up at some point because the breath is in her face. Mm. Like, so then Mercutio makes another bad joke about the prince and the prince like gears on him and then there's another chase scene where the mercutio's like just jumping up a bunch of rocks to get to the little hill with the tree on it okay and the elephant seal the prince is is jumping up after him and romeo's jumping off after them and then finally they get there mercutio like jumps on the seal makes a joke again i forget what this one jokes oh he makes the seafood diet the when I see food, I eat it. How does that relate to anything that's happening? Because he's calling the prince fat. So I'm like, how? That doesn't relate to anything. This, besides, yeah. they do eat a seafood diet. I see food and I eat it. But they do. They're seals. They're I know. Seals. That's the joke. I don't like it. <laughs> so then, Mercutio says, "I'm killing myself because he's laughing so hard." And then Walrus just goes chomp on the dude's neck. Where's the Walrus? Oh, the wall seal. Seal lion. See! See! <laughs> the prince! It's not a- that's a lie. You messed up too many details. In it's not a lie. <laughs> okay. 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 It's not a lie. So, he chomps on his neck, but that doesn't kill him. So he just, like, throws him up in the air, and then he falls, and he's, like, hitting the- he's, like, holding onto the what? cliff by, like, there. Then Romeo's like, no, Mercutio, don't. And then Mercutio makes a shitty pun, laughs, Let's go of the cliff and realizes he fucked up and then he falls into so, the water and dies. So he like kills himself, like Disney villain style, or like laughing at his own bad joke. Mercutio, yeah. What? Why? And then Romeo gets super mad when he sees that Mercutio died. So he but like, goes, like, it wasn't. You can't even blame someone else for that. Cause like the prince was the reason why he was even holding onto the. Cliff. Okay, but yeah, but he just <laughs> let go of the cliff to tell. Romeo's not joke. thinking straight, Zoe. <laughs> Okay. So Romeo jumps onto the prince, and you then it's know, like- You know, how do sea lions even hold on to a cliff? I don't know! Do you want me to call Phil Niblink and ask if him you, about the physics of his movie? If you number, then yes, please. <laughs> Maybe Phil needs to listen to this so he can explain it. Okay. Write us a tell-all. <laughs> That's fine. I'm good with that. So then Romeo jumps on the prince, and it's like, you know, like in the eighth Harry Potter movie- when Harry, like, grabs Voldemort and then they, like, jump off of that trellis thing together. I think, yes, I remember that. Kind of like that. And then they fall on the beach. 
okay. And then everyone thinks they're dead. And then Juliet jumps up to Romeo and she's super sad. Okay, now, as I told you, I have not read or seen a play of Romeo and Juliet since 7th grade, but I don't remember this happening in the original. <laughs> it does not happen in the original, I can tell you that. So, but then Romeo wakes up and Juliet's like, oh my god, I almost lost you, I love you a bunch, and then they start making out again. And then the prince wakes up and he sees them and he gets super mad and then he banishes Romeo to Shark Island. Okay. And then Romeo's just like, goodbye, Juliet, and he like goes to Shark Island. And he's all angsty. And then the weird villain song happens. Ooh. And apparently the prince has like starfish concubines because they all think he's very attractive. And I was what? very confused. What does that even mean? You don't know what concubines are? Listen, <laughs> it's a very big word. And I'm very tired. Okay, so basically, when you're royalty, you have money to purchase humans. Mm-hmm. And when males purchase females... Oh, <laughs> this is a G-rated movie, though. Yeah, but, like, that's the only thing I could call them, because they're just, they're starfish, they're singing with him. Okay. And they're in, like, a weird volcano-ish area thing, because, like, really hot water keeps spewing up and, like, adding to the scenery or something. Well, it's not a volcano. I don't know, it's just really strange. Okay. So, yeah, then his little villain song ends, and then Julia is so sad because she has to marry the dude and she goes to Friar Lawrence and she's like hey Friar I don't want to marry him and then Friar's like okay I'll make you a sleeping potion and then he sings a little song which is like creepier than the villain song for some reason and it's just I don't know what to do with it but okay and then she like drinks the potion and she like there's like bubbling on her mouth and then she like faints okay and we cut to Romeo on Shark Island, and he's all angsty again and depressed. And then the smoochie fish shows up, and she jumps out of water onto his rock and stays there for at least three minutes. What? And she sings Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Aw, that's so cute. It was cute. <laughs> it's just very unnecessary, but yeah. his daughter knows how to sing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, so you put it in the movie. Yep. And Romeo remembered Juliet, and he was like, okay, I can hold out. It'll be fine. Then she leaves the little smooshy fish. And then Friar Lawrence brings Juliet's body to the wedding. And then the prince is like, it's always something with females, you know, because they could be dead. That's why they don't want to marry you. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And every, all the Capulets are sad. Then Benvolio sees Juliet dead. And he's like, oh, I gotta tell Romeo. And the fire's like, oh shit. And then he, they both jump into the water and they're trying to make it to Shark Island. And Benvolio makes it just fine. But Friar Lawrence meets up with the shark on Shark Island. Is he eaten? No. But oh. the shark doesn't have any, like... He has his top fin, and he has his tail fin. But no other fins. So he's just kind of like... What? He doesn't have any, like, side fins. He's just like a long... Yeah. A long shark? Yeah. And the, the um, like, Friar Lawrence starts talking to him, like, can we all just get along? And the shark is like, no, I oh, want to eat you. So it's like that scene from Finding Nemo. <laughs> No. Because <laughs> they're friends, not food, except it's with a sea otter. And also, it's the sea otter trying to convince the shark not to eat him. He doesn't do a good job, though, because the shark still tries to eat him. Then How does the shark try to eat a sea otter and then not do it? Because he, like, bites all the hair off his tail. What? That's then... not how things work. Yeah, it's weird. So yeah, Benvolio gets to the shark fin island, and he tells Romeo, Romeo that Juliet's dead like this. He goes, she, 
Juliet's dead. And he like he waits that long in between those two words and it's just like possible dramatic effect. It's pretty good dramatic timing, I do say so. That's and then like all the colors go gray and I was so like I wanted to take a screenshot of it and like just put the wasted sticker from GTA five. <laughs> That was that's what Romeo looks like. He goes like no, no, and he like jumps out into the water to try and get to Juliet to see if it's true because he wasn't sure he needed to see it for himself. Okay. So the shark is still chasing Fire Lawrence, but then Fire Lawrence makes it to Shark Finale and sees that Romeo's gone. He's like, oh shit, I gotta go back. And the shark is still there, and so he starts rapping to Ooh. like Fire Fire Lawrence. Yes. <laughs> He starts, like, an actual rap trying to get the shark to bite the rest of his tail off so that he gets stuck <laughs> on Shark Fin Island. And then he succeeds in getting the Why shark does... to deep throat the island, basically. I'm so confused. And be stuck there. Because, like, the island is like, barely an island. It's just, like, a bunch of shark fin rocks sticking okay. out of the water. So, when you say... Fire Lawrence wants him to eat his tail. It's more of just like he's trying to like bait he's trying him to bait him, yeah, to like eat a rock. But he's rapping while doing that. That's pretty. That's pretty cool, actually. It was just unnecessary. It was a really weird rap. I don't even remember Fire it. I've suppressed really it. Cool. I've suppressed it I'm from my brain. Fire Lawrence. You want to be friends with Fire Lawrence? Yeah. I don't know. He feels like he, I feel like he has ulterior motives. But he's pretty chill. He's the only competent one. You can't just have a guy sing a villain song and assume he's a villain. That's true. But basically, the shark gets stuck on there, but then he, like, falls off because he's too heavy or something, so, like, the island breaks. Ugh. So there's another- the chase scene continues, and finally they catch him by, like, he gets stuck in the boat, and then he breaks through, like, a little bit. He's, the like, Titanic halfway there. The, the Titanic boat. And then Smoochie the Smoochie Fish shows up, and she brings a bunch of her friends, and they spank him into submission. Oh, Phil, I gotta take off another half for that. <laughs> yeah. And it sounds like this. <laughs> oh, the Foley work on this. Oh. I died. It was so funny, but I was so uncomfortable because she says spank. She says the word spank. These are my friends from school. And she says the word spank. And there's like I'm a- I'm calling bluff. This is a lie. Okay. The noises. The noises aren't true. <laughs> oh, I'm noises so happy. are not true. Uh, I don't know if it would have added to the scene though. I was waiting for the noises. I was ready to be done. I hate that I had that all visualized in my head, and then I thought, no, this can't be right. <laughs> they do spank him into submission though. There's just no noise, and then fire lords. It's almost worse. <laughs> goes back and Romeo is all sad and he kisses Juliet for the last time and then the sleeping potion gets into his mouth and then he falls and so everyone thinks he died and then Friar Lawrence gives and then all the Montagues showed up at some point oh. too I think when they heard Romeo was back okay and so then Friar Lawrence gives them the shame on you speech and they're like they start crying for 20 seconds except it's not people crying it's Sea lions crying. Is it like a hell noise? Yes, it is. 20 seconds. 20 se No, not 20. 15. I counted. 15. 15. 15 seconds. That's a crying. long time. It was. And then 
they wake up and they're all okay and everyone's so happy to see them. Oh, wait. Huh? Something wrong with this. <laughs> I haven't read Romeo and Juliet in seventh grade, but I don't think they both wake up and are fine <laughs> at the same time. Are I'm you not calling, calling it? Bluff. I think this happens. It's a G rated movie, yeah. but I'm not ha I mean, it's not like they're afraid of death. I'm not calling it. Okay. So they wake up, everyone's happy again, except for the prince, and the prince eats both of them, and he starts chewing, and then Smoochie the Smoochie Fish shows up and says, hey, let me introduce you to my friend, and then another elephant seal shows up, and she's purple and has, like, lipstick and stuff, and she's like, okay. and then the elephant seal is in love, spits the rest, spits Romeo and Juliet back up, and there's a scene where he's literally just sitting there, and there's two tails hanging up from his mouth. That's nasty, but I can't call bluff on this because you did say they got eaten twice, and this is the second time, mm -hmm. I assume. But that's so graphic. Nasty. He chews each time, so I don't know how they're not dead. So it's just, he spits them out, he goes to the girl, and he's like, I'm still single. And then they, like, both have really bad breath, and they just keep breathing into each other's faces, Someone like, duh, or duh. My mom's calling me now. Oh my god. <laughs> Hello? Si? Bien? Si? Yeah. Mm hmm. Estoy en la casa de Zoe. Because we're recording. Si? Yeah, chama me. I think I might leave that one in. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. So. My gosh. No one can leave us alone. I swear to God. This is such. I, I hope this will be funny. Uh, um, so yeah, so this is a purely informational podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this is purely we're such a serious podcast, you guys. Okay, <laughs> okay. What happens next? They just got bored. They just got spat out. He fell in love with a purple elephant lady. seal, and then they kiss, and it's happy ever after, you guys. The end. And then the credits come rolling out in Comic Sans. That's true, isn't it? I noticed it. In two seconds, and I looked at it, and it's just like, is that Comic Sans? And I was like, it is. Why would anyone? It is Comic Sans. I hate it when, like, adults use Comic Sans unironically without <laughs> even realizing. I mean, I love Comic Sans, but, like, I know that it's a meme when I'm using it. I use it to be extra funny. And even that's debatable. <laughs> I think it's hilarious! You know what? No one likes reading a dissertation more than when it's in Comic Sans. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so the end, Comic Sans. You've missed a couple of lies. Yeah, I realize that, but I don't even know. Just about start. all of them. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, cool. Because I thought you just didn't put any in, but like I didn't know. I was very bad. I'm sorry. So, you were right to doubt the seagull band, because they were not seagulls. They were crabs. Okay, see, there you go. I take it back. Now it makes sense when they were underwater. Yeah. So, another lie you missed was that Smoochie the Smoochie Fish is actually called Kissy the Kissing Fish. Oh, that's so much worse. I wanted to be Smoochie. Right, Smoochie. Uh, it's cuter. Phil, like dub this in. Smoochie the Smoochie Fish. What else? I was, like, super into that. I thought, like, maybe his five-year-old kid was actually named Smoochie, too. Like, that'd be such a cute name. I think his five-year-old name is, like, Shalette or something. Smoochie. Not Smoochie. Smoochie for short. <laughs> Smoochie for short. Smoochie short for Shalette. Yeah. How old is this kid now? 
She was five when he made it. 2006 ish. He might have recorded it earlier. She's like a year younger than us. Tells me texting. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm gonna. Okay, if she was six, I mean, if she was five in 2006, then right now she'd be 16, right? True. Shalette, contact us. Hit us up. We can be friends. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that was a lie. Uh, another lie is that Marquisha didn't actually die. He Aww. lives. And he's, he's the one who wakes up Romeo and Juliet. Aww. So he comes Aww. back at the end. That's nice. But did he actually grab onto the cliff with his seal? Yeah, hands? that happened. Nope, that was it. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, Time well. for questions. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first Shakespeare pun in the movie? To be or not to be, that is the question. Faint hearts never won fair sea, fair sea lionesses. Or bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. Did you say puns? Like, Only one of those lines. Is a pun. lines. Oh, lines. I don't okay. know. I think double, double, probably Fire Lawrence. It was not the first one. Was that in there? It was in there. Okay. Uh... The first pun. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, sure. The first pun was to be or not to be. That is the question. That's the first pun that Mercutio says. Well, it's not really a pun. Well, it is in the context of the movie because. Actually, I don't know why he says that. <laughs> <laughs> So he says it in the beginning, okay. in like the first chase, chase scene. Okay, so which Shakespeare line is not repeated more than once? Is not repeated more than once. Parting is such sweet sorrow. Bubble, bubble, toilet, trouble. Wherefore art thou, or to be or not to be? Okay, so wherefore art thou, I already know, is repeated like 15 times. To be or not to be, did you say that one at the end? Mm-hmm. Um, we'll say that one. Yes, that was the only one that was not repeated. Because <laughs> it didn't make sense the first time, as you yeah. made clear. The parting is such wow. sweet sorrow. Mercutio says it once by saying partying is such sweet sorrow, which doesn't Ooh. make sense if he's trying to entice them to go to a party. That's true. And then the second time, Juliet says it when she's leaving. And then three different characters say the bubble, bubble, and toil and trouble thing. I mean, they live right near the ocean. It's Mercutio who says it. Fire Lawrence says it. And I think... The prince says it. I'm not positive about that. What's the context of the other two? Well, the first, Mercutio says it when he sees the prince showing up. You know how, like, the water bubbles before he shows up? Like, I said that? Yeah. That's when he says it. Fire Lawrence says it looked like the whole twin trouble. And I know someone said it another time. I don't know if it was the prince. Maybe no one said it a third time. But they said it twice. How many characters have eyelashes? One. Juliet. No. Two, Julia in the purple seal. No. <laughs> I give up. <laughs> Three of them. It's Juliet, the purple seal, and Kissy the kissing fish. Oh, smoochy. How many times do they say the whole line, wherefore art thou? Okay, that's not fair. <laughs> I know it's a lot. I don't know, seven? It's only three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's only three. I should have put more. It's a one hour movie. Okay, you guys, I can't watch it every single time. I need to watch the Wherefore Art Thou parts. I'm pretty sure it's three. Those okay. were like the most positive. Well, I'm pretty sure it's seven, so. It's not. <laughs> you don't have proof. That's true. Okay, so yeah, that was the 71 minute long Romeo and Juliet sealed with a kiss. I think it was a beautiful film. It's really cute, but it's just, why? Mm. Did you what? Why did you make this? Why did no, you spend four and a half years? Like, the only thing I have a problem with. No, one of the only things I have a problem with is the eating. If that was out, I probably would be like, "Wow, this is a very cute movie." But why does 
Why is that his, like, method of attack? I don't know. That's really I guess he maybe weird. just thinks that that's how seals and sea lions work. And also, I'm really, really mad that they're sea lions and not seals. <laughs> sea lions are cuter than seals. But does... Okay, does the prince ever kiss? Does he kiss the purple one? No, they're just breathing well, in each other's Well, then there is no seal with a kiss. It's sea lion with a kiss. I don't know, Chloe. Take it up with Phil. <laughs> I will. Maybe. Listen, if Phil wants to contact me and explain himself, I'm cool with that. Actually, I probably won't answer the phone as notified <laughs> in this episode where I get up to go get the phone. I'm like, I don't know who this is. I'm just not gonna answer. Yeah. Okay, well, we gotta do the end of episode stuff. I don't really remember how we end these. I don't think we had a- Oh, yeah, I gotta thank Kevin McLeod. 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 I guess that can be your thing, just messing up this dude's name. <laughs> One day we'll get it. Uh, I don't remember the name of the song. Give me, uh, Pukatorian Friends. Thank you, Kevin McLeod, for Pukatorian Friends, as that's our theme song. So that's Yay. pretty cool. Also, I decided that we should probably tell you to please leave a rating. That'd be cool, because yeah. that, if you're on iTunes. I don't know about how the other things work. I think SoundCloud is just, like, repost us, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Hard us? I think you can like them. Yeah, just like, if you're on iTunes, leave a rating, whatever you feel like, just because if you leave a good rating, that brings us up in the iTunes charts from like, I don't know, probably whatever the largest number is to <laughs> the largest number minus one. <laughs> um, and also, you could like tell a friend or even just tweet about the show or tweet us suggestions and we We'll mention you at the end of the show, although it might be backlogged because we um, are busy people, so we record these, like, two at a time. Yeah. So, like, if your Twitter thing is not in the next episode, that's why. But that'd be really cool, and, uh... That's about it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Sorry about this mess that was this episode. There'll be less phone calls next time. Oh, I can't promise that. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, it's not like I was the one calling myself. Yeah. Or was I? Or was I? Maybe no, all the phone calls were lying. <laughs> <laughs> the lights will flicker on and off. <laughs> I need to change the sign. Zero episodes into Spongebob reference. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Bye, guys. That didn't stop it. <laughs> Please, I need to stop this. Please, audacity. Audacity, work. Please.